it's the angle of the camera of my conservatory <laughs> window. This is <laughs> brilliant. Not so plush now. This is Faith Anne, a Christian podcast exploring faith in real life with young people. Hello and welcome back to Faith And. Uh, I'm Andy, as always, joined by the lovely Ruth. Hello, thank you for the compliment. It's all right. I felt bad calling you my cohort last time round. Uh, so here we are. Yeah, so you, lovely should, so you should. Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure. And today we are joined by one of the Simpson family, um, but it's not Homer, and it's not Marge, and it's not Maggie, um, but it is Maddie. Maddie, hello, how are you? Hello, I'm really well, thank you. So Maddie, tell us a little bit about who, yourself. Who are you firstly, and uh, why are you even here with us? <laughs> That's a good question. My what a question. Why are you even here? Why am I even here? Oh, I could write a book about that. So, well, who am I? I I mean, I'm related to some people. So I've got a husband, James, and I'm the mum to Pippa, age 10, Livia, age 9, and Theo, age 7, and the um, foster parent of Sonic the Hamster. And what do you spend your time doing, Maddie? Um, so I am a curate. Um, so I am on my way to becoming a vicar in the Church of England, and I spend my week um, doing work like calling people, offering pastoral spiritual support, thinking about, about God, writing about God, um, broadcasting about God, sometimes on Twitter or live streaming. Um, I blogged for years for an international Christian blog. Um, I'd like to get back into doing that. But basically, I was going to say I do God stuff, but basically everything we do is God stuff. So I don't want to say that. Um, but I'm, I work for the church. So I'm sort of a professional Christian. Excellent. And when you're not being a professional Christian, what do you enjoy doing? When I'm not doing that, I do love reading books. I love listening to electro funk on Spotify, Chromeo, <laughs> uh, Theo Katzman, Mark Ronson. I really, really love music and dancing and groove. And I'm fortunate that my husband does as well. So we kind of like the same stuff. I love doing um, collage art, which means taking a scalpel to magazines and anything I can lay my hands on and mushing it all together and making something really fun and bright and zingy and yeah so I like doing that. So Maddie what is one surprising thing that not many people know about you? Um I wear crocs. Oh controversial. I know this is that that's one thing well that's one thing it's sort of silly but you know I used to hate crocs t- 10 years ago I thought well the, the most awful thing that humankind has ever come up with I mean what a <laughs> stupid idea an ugly comfortable shoe who needs it but now I wear them 12 hours a day so so Maddie can you tell us a little bit about your childhood your um teenage years kind of what your upbringing was like So I was born in Everton in the Liverpool area and um, I grew up in St Helens which is a massive town Um, because you've probably heard of the Saints rugby rugby league team. So I was uh, raised there. Dad was a New Zealander born in New Zealand. Um, My mum was 
born in England, but her mother was French and her dad was half Italian and she spent her years in sort of Italy and France. So I, I in terms of um, where I'm from, I, I don't really have that kind of rootedness, but I definitely, I would always say I'm from St. Helens and I grew up there because I did. That's where my childhood and teens teen years were spent. However, at the age of 11, I got a music scholarship to go to a boarding school in um, Fleetwood called Russell School. So it's just down near Blackpool. And I mean, my parents didn't have a bean. My dad was a vicar, didn't earn much at all. And I've got four siblings. So there were five of us. So so my parents thought, well, have a go, you know, have a bash. And I think I knocked out Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or something on my clarinet. <laughs> and sang a carol or something like that and and basically got enough to get a music scholarship so I got to go to this um not sort of famous or particularly posh school so that's where I was for my teenage years and I would come home for weekends once every half term and half term and Christmas and stuff and looking back it was it was good I enjoyed my education I got a lot out of it I didn't do brilliantly academically but I didn't really care so it didn't matter to me at the time but I had a good time and um but my one regret looking back at that and and it's one reason why I wouldn't choose to send my own kids I have a little sister who's 10 years younger than me and I hardly have any memories of her as you know my little sister or just doing sister things even though we're really really close as a family and as brothers and sisters but that's something that I now recognize as oh wow there's a big gap where memory should be of just family time together. So that was your life at school but can we think a bit about your life uh, your family life and what it was like having a vicar as a dad for me it was really good um sadly my dad's no longer living he died suddenly 11 years ago actually oh gosh longer than that 12 13 years ago anyhow so he he was a really really good vicar if I can say that from my um childhood vantage point he knew Jesus personally he was um committed to the town we were in with all its brokenness and there's a lot of problems in St Helens so he was really committed to those people and gave the best part of his life 28 years in the same parish two years somewhere else so 28 years in the same house on the same dual carriageway in the same neighborhood um with all sorts going on there was a lot of vandalism we got robbed over 20 times um stopped counting at 20 but it basically got robbed on a daily basis car would be scratched you know I remember two drunken guys brawling on the street outside our house and they smashed through our front living room window on a Saturday night (laughs) and it was but the thing is as a child everyone thinks oh gosh what that was a tough upbringing or whatever it was I think it was the best foundation I could have had because you really get to see where Jesus makes a difference like is this real or is it not and when you see people's lives changed in that setting it's you really really you know it's Jesus it's nothing else because um so I got that perspective and my parents were loving and they ha- we had people to stay and who needed a, a you know roof or you know there was all sorts of stuff like that and I just clocked what was going on and they weren't pushy either so they weren't pushy parents um they didn't you know force us to do family prayers or you know nothing sort of scripted like that but but they were godly people and 
and really treated us like um like friends I mean I remember actually my dad when I was 14 and we were sitting in the sitting room I think we were watching tv on a Saturday night or the tv was off and we were just sort of mooching around and dad just said I want you all to know that I count you as my friends and you know the eldest of us was 16 I was 14 the youngest was six or, or I mean four but for someone you respect to say that that you're not just my kids do what I say but I esteem you as my friend well, I've never forgotten that. So um, that was lovely. And so he was he was good. So I didn't I, I think I avoided some of the cliches of um, <laughs> parents and I, I didn't have anything much to rebel against because I think also dad was a, a naughty boy when he was younger and did a lot of things. And he was really open about all of that. And he was open with his doubts and failings and weaknesses and struggles and thoughts and everything like that so we didn't feel like there was anything to really push back against it's not to say that we weren't naughty and rebellious on occasion <laughs> but you know in that sort of heavy-handed cloistered thing that wasn't going on in, in our household so I was very fortunate I think. obviously Maddie you've had a, an upbringing that a lot of people have not had so a lot of people aren't necessarily in that place where they have parents you know showing them Jesus all the time mm. um so have you always had that knowledge that Jesus is real? You know, have you ever doubted that? Have you ever felt disappointed with God or with church? You know, when you went across to boarding school, was that still a big part of your life? Was Jesus still a big part for you? Or or how did that work out for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, really good questions um, because everybody's had a different walk or journey to faith um so I assumed God was real when I was a child because that you know my parents were believers we went to church and um, I just accepted it but I think in accepting that as true I obviously that that was almost a given it's something you're handed but I was also looking around at what I could actually see going on and my experience of Jesus as a living person as an agent of <laughs> you know as not just a thought or an idea or, or a, a way of life but an actual person in the room and so I was exposed to that at church and I just sort of leaned on that I guess I would say as a child I, I embraced it but I was also clocking up to see if my experience matched what I was being told and I found that um Jesus is so again just you know based on what I was hearing uh, at at church or reading occasionally when I dipped into the Bible I I, what Jesus said it seemed to be good that's that's a good idea you know love your neighbor (laughs) or you know whatever whatever it was and I think I just tried to walk it out as a child and growing up and certainly in my teens um things going on with my friends and in my group and we're all having different and difficult experiences at different times um I relied on my faith to guide to act as a guide so I did that um by and large but for sure I questioned it and have had my doubts I have doubts more often than you might think (laughs) um um, and I've had periods of life I mean you know if we're looking at my life as a whole um long periods of really wondering what on earth is this all about you know honestly really you know 
can we take this for real? Can this be serious? Um, Etc. Does God exist? I've had all of those thoughts and and you know events that happen in life really make you stop and think. And I've had periods of absolute silence. What's felt like absolute silence on God's side. But yeah, so I I guess um I've had lots of um challenges and uh and and breaks in in faith and i've been really disappointed yeah um so school had a chapel uh at, it, we had to go to church every day but um the the people who oversaw that the chaplains weren't always the most inspiring people there was one guy who was really excellent he left after a couple of years and then we had a few different people who just didn't have any kind of spark and that was really flattening as an ex- as an experience and um, there was a small Christian union that I sort of took part in and we hardly ever met so it's basically down to me my siblings um, anyone I could <laughs> meet with to keep my faith alive and that's where new wine really helped I have to say going to um, Soul Survivor and new wine um, I went to the first ever Soul Survivor when I was 16 17 um but I went to new wine regularly with my family um from the age of 11 to 18 and that anchored me it completely I thought I'm not alone so even if I'm alone and a minority in this massive school and nobody else believes in Jesus I know I'm not alone and that there is some good news here so I sort of clung to that really so Maddie what advice would you give to young people or anyone who's listening um, who's going through a similar situation of that sort of the ups and downs they're struggling with their their faith they're struggling believing that actually what they've grown up with maybe or what they're looking into is real what advice could you give to them mm. I think um, it's really important to have those thoughts and to keep thinking because I think the moment you stop thinking you're you're either going to you're going to become somebody's puppet whether it's your peers and your friends you're just doing what they think or expect and dictating how you le- lead your life. That's great. Thank you for that, Maddie. Um, it's really interesting getting to know you more, hearing your experience of life and God and what that looked like for you. Um, and we'll think about that a little bit more in the next episode. We'll start thinking about um, and asking you harder questions about how Jesus affects your life and, and what difference that makes. Um, so we look forward to talking to you in the next episode but for now we will see you all again next week